Hey, Armstrong and Getty here, and the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. You were saying something about Game of Thrones, Vincent. I don't remember what it was. I want to ask Sean, uh, does the Ed Sheeran cameo take you out of the experience or the show? Does it? Very sophisticated question, Vince. Nice job. (laughs) Does it uh, ruin your suspension of disbelief? Does it break down the fourth wall? Sean, I don't think he's listening. I wouldn't either. Okay. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that to me? I had. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry. We were having a Game of Thrones conversation, and you're really the only one who can talk about it. Yes. Yes. What is Wait, it? How may I be of service? You can barely hear us because of the air conditioner in there, though. Well, I'm it, broadcasting from a wind tunnel. I, it, I just closed it. Is now. it we're still good. hot in there? Yes. Yeah, oh, very yeah. much so. It's hotter, I think. Like the good hot? news is, I'm probably like three pounds lighter than I was this morning. How <laughs> hot do you think it is in there? Oh, it's probably over 90 degrees. I was going to uh, say in the AF. 80s. Mm. Yeah. AF. <laughs> and well, that's the technical term, yeah. Meteorologists use that. Hot AF. We went to the ocean in the RV for a couple of days. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, uh, it was cold. It was full on cold. Mm. Everybody's wearing coats with hoods and, and stocking caps and everything. The so whole I time. The, did I miss the Game of Thrones thing? I can't. Uh, I... The question was Was Ed Sheeran's appearance, did it ruin the suspension of disbelief? Did it like. It was dumb. It was dumb. Yeah. I mean, I'm an Ed Sheeran fan. Whatever. You want to be in the show, I get it. I would do the same thing if I had those those levers to pull. But <laughs> but, I know, but yeah, it was pretty dumb. I know in the recent Star Wars movie, Daniel Craig played one of the stormtroopers. Right. And but, this and is, he would, but he had a uniform on. And he had the thing on his face, the helmet, so you couldn't see. So you, you kind of, I found out about it after the movie, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But the, if it was actually Daniel Craig and his face, it would take me out of this. Right. This, and th- this is not the first time that they have incorporated uh, popular musicians into the show. They've... Th- Mostly European bands, bands that I'm not that familiar with, yeah, but like great. it'd be a guitar player, but he would just be kind of in the background at a wedding scene, kind of in the minstrel right. band, something Probably like that. Catch a sword in the throat. Like, uh, yeah, this was the most blatant where they just had Ed Sheeran, singer songwriter, playing. Singing. Is a singer songwriter. Oh, uh, no, this is a, it's a new song I just made up. Jack, Ginger. Jack White did that in Cold Mountain, and I thought he was perfectly believable. Did you ever see that movie? Mm, I don't think so. He's great in that. Is that the Very one with cool. the Cowboys? And he's just sitting around a campfire playing some old timey type of guitar singing a song and it just yeah. seems seems like an old timey character singing a song. Yeah, interesting. Did they say I love that song? I've never heard it before. It's my new song. I mean, because that was just <laughs> that was that a little was so weak. <laughs> so does Ed uh, Sheeran meet up with a Frodo at any point? Or no, 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 there's no crossing of stories in that way. That would uh, I don't think they have the licensing what rights now? to do so. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Speaking of old-timey and green teeth, so um, we're standing outside the convenience store. I, I, 
how did I end up going to convenience stores? I didn't used to. I guess it's because we get our bottled water at a different spot. So my wife makes us drink bottled water. Uh-oh. Which is she fine. She's afraid of the chlorines and the uh, magnesiums and the rest of it? Well, we have well water, which is fine. She, ah. and, she and I both grew up on well water. And look um, at you. And uh, But, yeah, she's worried about it. So whatever. Okay, so I buy bottled water. And I change to a different place. That it's at a convenience store. My only interactions with convenience stores for years now has been pull in, stick my card in, get gas, and drive off. I'm never inside one. Mm. And so recently when I started uh, buying bottled water there, I'm in there more often. And that's where I came to the realization that 99% of the time the people in the convenience store are buying one of these three things, usually two or three, often all three, a uh, an energy drink, cigarettes, and a lottery ticket. Mm. I mean, it's a sad place, the convenience store. <laughs> it's really, it's what? just a sad place. Energetic? The prospect of wealth? That sounds great to me. The relaxation of nicotine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Who doesn't enjoy a bit of fine tobacco? Does this sound elitist or judgmental? If you're buying cigarettes and energy drink and a lottery ticket, your life is sad. Oh, now, I now, think now. Your Listen life to the one percenter. I think your life has gone very poorly. It's the simple pleasures. <laughs> you're on your way going home to troll people on Facebook, am I right? I don't think life is going well for you, but anyway. Well, you got a rock star in your, your, your cup holder. You got a cig in your mouth. You got the window open. You got a scratcher. Might be worth millions. Sounds like a great <laughs> afternoon to me. But that's what almost everybody's buying there. And my my brother managed a convenience store for a while, and he just said it's just sad. It's just you realize there's a big chunk of society that that is their community. They hang out there all the time. They hang around inside and talk. They hang around outside and talk. And it's all about. Buying lottery tickets, smoking cigarettes, and drinking energy drinks. And, I wow. mean, that's just that's that's what life is. What happened to malt liquor? Is that out of favor now? People going with the energy drink? Probably pouring a little vodka in there. But, anyway, these two dudes uh, pull up on bicycles, and they're probably mid-30s. Hmm. And they pull up so, on bi- fitness enthusiasts. Uh, well, yeah, that, that factors into the okay. story. But, so, they pull up on bicycles, and the one guy turns his bicycle upside down and sets it on the ground on the seat and the handlebars. And my oldest, Sam, seven, he's seven, and he said, why do you do that? And he, I said, I don't know. I'm going to ask him. So we're getting bottled water. And Sam said, I think I'm thirsty. And I said, well, why don't you go and see if there's anything to drink in the one day? And he walked in there for a second, and then uh, um, he came back out, and he said, yeah, I think I want a, a, a water. water." So um, I'm filling up the water bottles. Guy comes out, grabs his bike, and I said, hey, why'd you turn your bicycle upside down? He said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard wow. question. Wow, that's really a disappointing <laughs> like, answer. You like Steve Croft over there. I'm glad you didn't string that out any longer. So I'd be really annoyed. I don't know. Oh boy. <laughs> Which is a good start. Oh boy. But anyway, then the other dude says, we just make it just makes it faster for the cops to check the serial numbers, and then they both laugh about it and ride off. Huh. And my son said, What did he mean by that? And I said, Um Those guys are sketchy. And he said, what's sketchy mean? And I described sketchy to him. And he said, oh, okay. He said, you know, I knew they were sketchy because I could tell the sketchy people always have green teeth. Huh. And uh, some good detective work. Yeah, they always have bad teeth. And I said, when you see guys that age riding bikes like that, it's usually because they've had enough trouble with the police. They're not allowed to drive anymore. That's why those guys are riding bikes like that. They don't have a driver's license because the police took it away. 
And when he made that comment about the serial numbers, I didn't know, actually know that this happened, but it's pretty obvious. They, uh, when the police see people like this, they check the serial numbers on their bikes because they think there's a decent chance it's stolen. Yeah, and they have and the so database of stolen yeah, bikes. So they're yeah. trying to figure that out. And I said, the reason I stayed out here with the water bottles and didn't go in the store with you is because I thought those guys would steal them because they're that kind of guy. And he said, I thought there was something wrong with them. And I said, that's really great that you had that feeling. Mm. There was something wrong with those guys because that's important because there are sketchy people and you need to keep an eye on them when you see them, which was a great little life lesson, I thought. But why, why do you turn your bike upside down? I don't know. Wow. Mm. Wow. Buying your cigarettes, lottery tickets, and, uh, and monster drink. Saw a guy do it once, so now I do it. They're, they're, they're the number of people, and I mean fully adults. These guys were mid-30s, maybe 40s. The number of people in society that now just cruise through life on the edges of society somehow being supported mm-hmm. is just amazing compared to years ago. There's just a lot of them. There's a lot of these people just hang around convenience stores, live a life, clearly no jobs, no responsibilities. They just kind of live in the margins of life because... With a giant safety net that we have, we just allow it to happen. I was just thinking about that very phrase, the safety net. What are they doing exactly that they might fall from? <laughs> Why do they need a safety net? But safety, that's like the, to catch you when something terrible happens. Being a piece of crap isn't, well, it's not fortunate, but that's, that's not. there's no need for a safety net because somebody's lazy. Why do we have people like that existing on planet Earth? What do you suggest? Well, just why does a society put up with it? Why does a society allow you to be a 40-year-old who lives your life like that? On Earth. In my world, sink or swim, a guy like that. Figure it out. Find a gig or, or you know, starve. If you prefer starving, go ahead and starve. It's not unless, my problem. Unless you're physically or mentally incapable of, of taking course. yourself. That's of course. goes without saying. Or different it should. situation. It There's- should, except every time we talk about this, somebody says... Oh, so you're going to let the handicapped starve. You are so stupid! You are, my God, you're stupid! You can't have my tax money! You're so stupid, you need it! We're not talking about the mentally or physically infirm, like yourself. I'm talking about these guys who clearly their lives are get effed up every day and then wake up in the morning and then go get some cigarettes and energy drinks and scratchers with money they probably panhandled or stole. And then you get effed up again, day after day after day, just a drain on society. And there are millions of people like that. And they get health care and everything else provided by me showing up to work. How was your day, honey? Oh, rough one. I went to the convenience store, turned my, my bike upside down. How come? I don't know. <laughs> Did you show Got your me son? some rock star and some, some scratchers, some cigs. Turned my bike right side up. <laughs> and rode off. Rode off. So, Jack, what did you do uh, as far as showing your son and what, what he needs to do when he runs into sketchy people? Did you teach him how to do a citizen's arrest? or <laughs> <laughs> How to use pepper spray. You just got to keep your eye on them. But yeah. It's yeah. something. It, just, it's, it's, it, it is difficult to explain because it's long and complicated, and I'm not sure myself how we got here. Why it's, a, it's even possible to do that. It should not be, in my mind, even possible to live that life. Well, this bizarre and unhealthy notion that we should coddle everyone all the time has taken hold, especially in the progressive areas of the country. People should be able to be an artist or a guitar player if they want. 
Sure, well, yeah, that's their decision. They should live with it like the rest of us do. But I tell you what, y'all, uh, don't never train your dogs in any way. Never say no to your children. Do their homework for them. When they screw up, make excuses for them their whole life. And then we'll check in when they're adults and see how they're doing. Because that's the way we're running our society. So why do you park your bike upside down like that? Oh, no. Well, then. As, as you were. <laughs> that's the worst answer. I couldn't have imagined a worse answer than that. It's not to keep the seat out of the sun. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's not so it doesn't like you have to lay it down. La- lack of kickstand. No, just you don't, don't know. know. Wow. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. What was that? That was boring, boring, undefeated boxer Floyd Mayweather. He owes me $90. Apparently, (laughs) dropping an F-bomb rhymes with maggot on uh, that Irish fellow who wants to punch him in the head. Conor McGregor. That's the one. I guess the uh, uh, pre-fight hype was ruined by him dropping an anti-gay slur. And we're supposed to be angry or something. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know Floyd Mayweather? Do you know? Is, oh, is, is... I know. <laughs> I know. That he's Isn't he the chap who charged me a lot of money to watch him punch a crippled Filipino man? <laughs> I think it was more than that. It was the most hyped fight in history. It was like 150 bucks, I think. Right. And I paid $150 to watch it alone. It's not like I split it with a bunch of people. And it was wow. just, it couldn't have been less entertaining. Oh, man. Well, old, what's his name? What was his name, that fella? That little fella. Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao. He's got the arm hanging from his shoulder like it's paralyzed. Can't even lift it. It was awful. It was terrible. Uh, coming up, a uh, incredible, what's the most rude question? I guess rudest. Is rudest a word? What's the rudest question in much of the world? Uh, you're traveling the world? You ask this question, seen as rude. Not well, in the United States, but in other countries. Yeah, I'm told it's a common part of American small talk, and yet it's seen as awful. Kind of fits into what we were just talking about, actually. We got this text. That's my older brother, whom I love to death, Jack, skates through life with the safety net providing for him. I work 70 hours a week and struggle while teaching my kids, no, we're doing it right. Sucker. Exactly. At some point, they're smart and you're stupid at some point. Now, you can put morality into it or something like that. That's I, a different uh, question. I, I will put morality into it. But at some point, you're the you're the stupid one. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Says the guy who paid 150 bucks to watch that Mayweather fellow beat up the crippled <laughs> Filipino man. <laughs> I think it goes to Joe Joe Getty's uh, broad bratwurst analogy from earlier like I, I realize you guys have full complete lives with families and all that stuff but i'm just a bicycle guy what is he living a, a five out of ten six out of ten it's not ten, nine or ten out of ten but he's doing okay no no and that's, it's, see, that's and not it's my super problem. easy that is not my problem at all <laughs> right the, how fulfilling his life is i don't care if he's more fulfilled than me less i'm paying for it is what pisses me off if i'm not paying for his life he can do whatever the hell he wants 
Now, I have no problem with him being childless or having 10 children or deciding whatever he wants to do. I'm not that's not my concern. I don't want to pay for other people deciding to live their lives like that. That's what really pisses me off. Well, until people are dying in the streets from sickness or or starvation. Yes. It's not it's not going to happen. We're an affluent yes. society. Well, I You know why we're an affluent society? Because some of us like you get up early in the morning and come to work and bust your ass. I so, know. Do you think that's fair that you work your ass off and he does nothing? Come on. You look at your 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 check, Vince. You know what that money's going to? Politicians and ne'er-do-wells and highways. <laughs> well, the highways suck. And aircraft carriers. And aircraft. And they're in pretty good shape. Actually, they're not. We have no parts for them. I tell you what, I don't want. How do we get started talking? I find it so depressing because I had that guy at the convenience store turn his bike upside down. Oh no! The the roads around where I live are are, are terrifying. Yes, They're horrible. They are because Pot they holes. take because they take the highway money and spend it on other stuff. Potholes and like bumps. that the scumbag outside the convenience store, for instance. Oh man, I was comparing notes. My brother lives in Hawaii. We were comparing notes on the effing effing bullet train and the uh, in in California IA. And they have this massive uh, uh, public works like train they're trying to build from one chunk of Oahu to the other, but it's already like quadrupled in budget, and nobody's going to ride it. And people are pointing out that, well, wait a second, it ends at a point that's completely illogical and several miles from where ninety percent of the people need to go. And wait a minute, and it can't be stopped. It's like the the bullet train, and it's just ridiculous. Uh, but but the roads are falling apart. And uh, you had one more just, comment on that, Vince? I find it so confusing. <laughs> Roads are in terrible condition. Potholes, bumps, bruises, and hurting my car. I pay. Sure. That, I pay for that damage. And, but I, but then I thought about it. If there were road crews out there wearing orange vests, mostly pointing at a car uh, clipboard and standing around. But if there were road <laughs> crews out there fixing Those things, clipboards aren't going to point at themselves, Vince. I, I would be complaining about that. Like, oh, look at all this traffic. What the hell's wrong with? Well, then that that speaks to you. Uh, While I was on the the (laughs) RV trip, the windy road going to the ocean, I'm on Highway 1, you know? The Highway 1 that goes from Alaska to Cabo San Lucas. That Highway 1. I'm on Highway 1, middle of absolute nowhere. They're doing road construction, and I thought, that has got to be some job. You're the stop-slow guy on this piece of road that gets four cars a day. I wonder what that's like. Do you think that's cool? I think your feet really are tired at the end of the day. How come they don't let them sit in a chair? Your legs and back would be killing you. Got to be ready. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> can't have you sitting down on a job <laughs> and my wife and i, I noticed... haven't seen a car in an hour and a half in one stretch where it was actually hot before we got to the cool part of the ocean the guy's standing there in the sun it's like 100 degrees and he's got the stop slow sign and we finally come along and he looks back down the road and turns it to slow and i drive slow off and there's a tree like 10 feet away. My wife said, can't they put him under the tree <laughs> instead of standing in the sun? They move him 10 feet. He's in the wow. shade, but they come standing in the sun. Wow. <laughs> wow. I wonder if he aspires to be a sign spinner. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, my wife said, I wonder what he's thinking. I said, he's thinking if he works 20 years, he gets pension for the rest of his life. That's what he's thinking. Yeah. I don't know. The idea that there should be no inequality is a bizarre notion. There is always, there always will be, always must be. People have unequal intellects. They have unequal foot speed. They have unequal ability to write songs, a thousand different things. And depending on how you chart out your life, some people do a little better. 
The problem is if that inequality is enforced by by race or creed or whatever. Well, that's horrible. But equality of opportunity. I mean, you just you got to turn people loose and let them live their lives because you people who think you can referee every moment of life are so much worse a disease than the than the the vagaries of of, of life and the hard knocks we all take. But you don't want to hear that. From the text line, you just want to watch your Games of Thrones. <laughs> um, uh, from the text line, Jack, was the bicyclist a white guy? I pi- I was picturing that, or was he a POC? POC? Per- hope- person of color. Oh, oh White right. guy, both white guys. Yeah, it's funny. I was picturing uh, Whiskey Tango, white trash. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, you know, it's funny. Speaking of uh, convenience stores, so uh, I got 9 to 11 relatives in my home at any given moment for an entire week, and uh, and our uh, our ice machine shuts down in our new freezer because our house we moved into, everything's broken. They didn't disclose any of it. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I wouldn't worry about that being illegal and unethical, and I wouldn't uh, worry about my lawyer. Anyway, um, so uh, so uh, I got to go down to the convenience store. It's, it's a nice one, too. It's a pretty, pretty nice part of town, and... And all, and uh, I say to the lady, I need three of the big bags of ice. And she said, I said, I hope you don't mind. I didn't haul them up to the counter. She says, no, we would prefer that. So thank you. She said, uh, she rings me up. She said, do me a favor. Let me know when you bring each one of them out. <laughs> I said, okay, sure. That's fine with me. Just wondering why does she, she afraid she'll forget what I look like. But I said, I get a bag of ice. It's at the far end of the store. Put it on my shoulder, walk all the get to the door. Number one, going out. <laughs> Take it out to my car. <laughs> load it up. Go back in the store, walk all the way to the other end, load up a 20-pound bag of ice, throw it on my shoulder, walk to the door. She's ringing a guy up. I don't wait. I yell, number two, going out. <laughs> and you have I, any idea why you're doing this? I have no <laughs> idea. And, oh, both times she said, thank you. <laughs> and then I go, I get the third bag of ice. I throw it up on my left shoulder because my right elbow hurts. And I go to the door. Third and final. <laughs> Said thank you. And out I go. And I don't know why. Do they have some sort of stolen ice sensor there? Is ice theft a big deal? I wonder if scumbags like grab the ice because they know you're pay then grab it. I don't know. You probably wanted to hire you. You did it with gusto. I I felt important. I felt somehow official because the other customers would look at me and Say, there goes a guy hauling ice out. That seems to be the third bag. He's, he's <laughs> there. I love the picture of you just throwing the hand signals up like you're counting outs in baseball. Two down. I think I probably did give her fingers. That's how I got number three. I have no idea why she made me do that. It was kind of fun in a way. There you go. You didn't get any scratchers or cigarettes or a monster drink? No. No, not really. Just the ice. What's coming up your news, Marshall? Well, health care reform left hanging could be quite a while now for a vote, it looks like. Americans weighing in on President Trump's Twitter habits and his overall performance. And Star Wars fans lit up about Disney's latest plans for the Force. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Giddy. This is my kid's new favorite song. And I was talking to my wife about it because I was a DJ at the time. How when this came out, it was edgy and mean and like talk show hosts would discuss the de- deterioration of society. And now it's just so stupid and jokey and ridiculous. It's a wacky wedding song. It is. It's so silly. And it was seen as so edgy and 
dangerous. And what has happened to our culture when he it had came out? Zigzags in the side of his hair. <laughs> exactly. Does that mean we've moved too far to decay, or were we overly concerned at the time? If your son has a zigzag in his hair, is that a sign he's a gay? <laughs> Really, this song is stupid. Um, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I know y'all are bored with this story. We're on vacation. Did Paul Manafort know while they were in the meeting? He claims he just read the headline of the email. Didn't read down. Well, maybe that's true. If he read down even a sentence or two, he knew why they were there. And he's a guy who knows you can't be going to meetings with people portraying themselves as Russian government officials to get dirt on somebody. Yeah. Now, this was pre-Russia mania, as the White House has pointed out, when nobody was that sensitive to it. And I could easily see Don Jr. not getting why that was so uncool. I wouldn't have. And that, that makes me a dullard. But I don't think I would have gone to the meeting or caught why it's uncool. Caught why it's uncool. If somebody explained it to me, I'd have said, oh, you're right. That probably, you probably can't do that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wouldn't judge him that harshly. If if it was Don Jr., you know, and, 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 and Corey, their man, Corey, uh, and non-political pros, I think, well, they might have known and done it anyway, but they might not have known. Plausible deniability. All right, just don't do it again. But all the covering up is... is... Oh, yeah. The, the, the lying about it, the claiming it was about adoptions, and then the email, we get the information that... It said right in the letter why they were there. Yeah. The government is trying to get your dad elected, and we have dirt on your on your opponent. But it was That's just why us, we want to meet. Right. And it was just us four, five, six, seven, eight people. And that's, yeah. that's, that's tough. That's just, that's just lying. That's just trying to cover it up. Uh, let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the Senate Republican health care bill is stalled now with the hospitalization of Arizona Senator John McCain. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell saying the vote on the plan will be delayed because McCain's going to be absent from this week's debate as he recovers from surgery to remove a two-inch blood clot from his eye. Oof. Now, I prefer soldiers who don't get captured. Now, today, the New York Times reporting McCain's recovery may take several weeks and he will not be back for a while. Meanwhile, and that's a throwback. That was the first thing Trump did after he announced. I remember him saying that over a weekend, and everybody saying, there it went. That's how long Trump lasted, because we all thought, by the normal standards of society, you're done as a candidate by saying about war hero John McCain, I prefer right. people who don't get captured. He survived that and went on to survive many, 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 many more. But that was the first one. Or I thought, wow, that didn't last long. What, has he been running for a week? (laughs) (laughs) We have some new poll numbers out. After six months in office, President Trump's approval rating hits 36%, down from 42% in April. That's a new low. The ABC News Washington Post poll shows growing concerns about issues, including the Russian election interference, America's standing abroad, and the possible impact of the pending action on health care. And it turns Mm -hmm. out, According to the same poll, most Americans are not crazy about Trump's Twitter habits. In the poll, 67% of the respondents disapprove of the president's tweeting. Well, that's because even if you're a supporter of Donald Trump, you can see that it hurts him more than it helps him. 
Don't you think? I like his point about, hey, this is my ability to connect directly with the American sure. people. It's not a question of the medium. It's how you use it. But, yeah, I agree with that part of the poll. I disagree with the standing in the world part, really. I think things are going okay on that front. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, the handling of the economy so far so good. I'd like to see him get tax reform through. I think, you know, the health care thing, there's so much lying. The Democrats are lying. The Republicans are lying. The media, oh, my God, do I even have to say it? Um, there's so much misinformation about the health care plan. I don't care what the average American thinks in terms of do I think Donald Trump and the administration are doing a good idea, are doing a good job because nobody has any idea what they're talking about with the health insurance reform thing. So I don't know that poll to me. It listed several reasons why the president's so unpopular. I think one of them's wrong, and a couple of them are, you know, based on misinformation. I'm happy that two out of three Americans think taking that meeting with the Russians yeah. would be wrong. At least we have some standards on that. Disneyland is unveiling more details about its highly anticipated new Star Wars attraction. The new section of the amusement park is going to be called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. The announcement made at the Disney Fan Expo at the Anaheim Convention Center. They put out new images and scale models. They were also released. The new 14-acre, billion-dollar section of the park will include two new rides, it is set to open up in a couple of years. And Positive, Sean, you had a chance to check out some of the drawings, some oh, of the plans. Yeah, I'm actually broadcasting live from the construction site. Oh, no, hold on. Let me turn down the... Uh, sorry, we still got the AC going in here. Um, I thought uh, they were going to come in and fix that at like 7 o'clock. Uh, it was, mm, yes. Uh, the, the the images seemed very cool. I'm actually pondering going down to see it when it opens up. Uh, as a Star Wars nerd, I think it would be a, uh, it'd, it'd be pretty cool. It looks much like the movie sets. It, but... It's got a ton of money behind it. I can only imagine how good it'll be. Well, Sean, you've seen the stories that their, their idea is to make you a character. You get your own story. Right. You get to role play while you're on vacation. Yeah, and, sure. And stormtroopers will chase you around the hotel and they'll give you missions. Leave me alone. I'm on vacation. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. What the hell? The worst idea ever. This goes back to the joyless existence yeah. of Vince. Yes. Indeed. That there, there are very few things you do like. Isn't, isn't that true, Vincent? Yeah. <laughs> you don't like potholes. You don't like the construction that fixes them. There is no pleasing. Order you. neighbors. All right. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong Getty Show, the voice of the West. You don't want to be lonely. You want to be left alone. <laughs> Which is a tough one. You don't like your ceiling. Bundle of contradictions. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you guys are on, vac- on vacation, do you want Darth Vader to give you a mission? I will lightsaber the crap out of Darth Vader if given the option. <laughs> there you go. Is my mission to start drinking at 3 o'clock in the afternoon? No. Then maybe we have something to talk about. <laughs> what is a very rude question in a lot of the world? Perfectly normal question in the United States. I think it says something about it. And it's probably going to change in the United States. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So this uh, is an attention-grabbing little nugget. One of the most common questions in American small talk is considered rude in much of the world. How has your stool been lately? (laughs) Is that it? Is your stool solid? I'm on vacation in Italy. I meet someone. How is your stool? (laughs) Ugly American. Perfectly common question in America. (laughs) 
seen as rude in the rest of the world. As foreigners. And it's becoming so rude. So sensitive. Here's the interesting part of it to me. It's becoming rude in the United States. And I think that means mm. something. We've had a lot of conversations about that recently, including with Mike Rowe. The question is, what do you do for a living? Oh, that's considered rude in much of the I had no idea. Yes, it wow. is considered rude. Wow. People believe you're trying to put them in a box, and they just don't think it's that interesting to work for a living. There are many other things that are more important to talk about. You know, I've long thought it's odd how we 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 need to label people by what they do for a living and then think it's odd if they do anything else. You know? Well, what do you mean by that? He's a plumber, but he writes plays. Oh. <laughs> As if all you're supposed to do is fix pipes all okay. day long. Well, that's interesting, but a bit oh. of a side note. I think it's yeah, about... Yeah, if you want to be a writer, if you want to be a comedian, if you want to be a camera person. I think it I think it gets back to what we've been talking about with Mike Rowe. We were talking about Dan Rowe. It's just socialism taking over the world. People don't see making a living as interesting enough to talk about mm. or important in the United States, we still do, which is the last bastion and disappearing minute by minute of work being something that's important. <sighs> Very important. In fact, it's like the main thing I've been concerned with since I was like 15 years old. Well, what that. am I going to do to provide money for myself? Right. Now, it might be boring or something you'd not like to have to worry about. I'd like to not have to worry about it, too. But I do. <laughs> they don't have to in all these socialist countries, so they don't talk about it. They don't want to think about it. Well, and it doesn't matter what you do, because you have a drone job where you go through the motions like everybody else, and you do the minimum. And in fact, if you were like an achiever, people would beat you down because you make them look bad. And so, right, yeah, what you do, how you feed yourself, is has got nothing to do with you. That's what I think. Maybe I'm wrong on why it is rude in other countries and not in the United States, I think figuring out a way to support yourself in the United States has been a part of our culture for a long time. It's disappearing. Agreed. Agreed. In France, of course, Italy especially, Greece, a lot of the, where we find out now that, that now that they've gone broke, almost everybody works for the government. They do something that's incredibly boring. Right. They don't try very hard because you can't get fired. Of course you don't want to talk about it. So you're like a mid-level government tablecloth manufacturer. So And am you don't I. want to talk about it. No, so I, am I. So I, I don't want to hear about it. So I don't ask you about <laughs> right, it. And you don't exactly. ask me. We both know what each other make. We both know we're only going to do it until we've got our uh, 20 years in. And at 50, we can retire. Right. So we talk about other stuff. Which, of course, only lasts as long as you've got other people's money. But I think that's interesting. Consider hmm. rude in the rest of the world. To what people, do you do for a living? I do people, nothing. That's what I do in a lot of the world. If you get asked by people who don't listen or don't know you guys, what do you say you do? I say I'm in uh, communications. <laughs> and people always, got, I can see them get bored just me saying yes. that. <laughs> I used to tell the truth. Now I say I'm in the advertising business. Um, I once said I was in benefits. To an Uber driver gal who turned out to have a really bad and complicated benefits problem <laughs> that I had to give her, I had to give her advice on for twenty minutes. Now that's hilarious. Yeah, well, yeah. Now that's hilarious. <laughs> what you need to do is go to your doctor and threaten to sue them. Oh yes, I have clients do that all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, wow, hmm. you didn't just bail. 
He just didn't say oh, no. I lied. I, no. I don't know anything about benefits. Well, no, you of course not. You don't want to lie. <laughs> Troll. You recommit. You double down. Yes. <laughs> right. And, and my friend who was even drunker than me considered it very, very entertaining. Oh, really? I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, so uh, watching me hem and haw. <laughs> well... You know, it's complicated. There are a couple ways you could go about it. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious, Sean. You don't you don't bail on a lie. You double down. That's right. You recommit. You test <laughs> their resolve. What kind of coward <laughs> am I in this scenario? Take it up a notch. You test their resolve. You give them forms to fill out here. Sign here and here. Uh, no, just initial that one. That's funny. Here's our guest announcer. Uh Thank God they're back. After a long and boring hiatus, Armstrong and Getty now present for your listening pleasure, Final Thoughts. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get final thoughts from everybody. Michelangelo sweating like a sailor in there. What's your final thought? It's so hot in the studio, my armpits are actually, my arms are stuck to my side. I need one of you to drive me home. (laughs) Nice. Positive Sean equally glistening. What's up? A quick shout out in the world of sport as 35-year-old Roger Federer won his eighth Wimbledon title. He won his very first one at the age of 21. 14 years later, he's still taking home the trophy. Shout out to the wall, Roger Federer. The wall. That's a cool nickname. Vincent, what's your final thought? Band name of the day goes to Positive Sean for the slow Porsche spoilers, but bottom of the day goes to Michelangelo in regards to Marsh's two hernias. Michael said, that's a push-up and a half per hernia. Yep. Marshall, uh, like to defend yourself, what's your final thought? Well, now that parts in the ground, my unfinished table has gone to a farm up north. It is time to build the barbecue that's been sitting in my garage for two years. <laughs> wow. That's good that, stuff, Marshall. That is exciting. Maybe a time-lapse uh, thing for that. <laughs> yeah. Jack, what's your final thought? On the way to the beach in the RV, my five-year-old said, when are we going to stop at the store? Why are we stopping at the store? We have to get some cake so we can have cake by the ocean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have him uh, read the Urban Dictionary about that. He might be surprised. <laughs> My final thought is uh, I had a house full of uh, relatives and family members for a week, and it was a zoo, and it was crazy, and it was loud, and it was energetic, and man, the barn seems to be echoing and quiet now. I may, I may invite some vagrants in just to populate the place, just to kind of adjust uh, back to the, you know. Some of those guys, emptiness. some of those men in their 30s who ride bikes everywhere, have them come over to your house. Sure. Have them ride bikes around a pool and jump in when they get sweaty. That'd be nice. Fantastic. I'm going to ask the pool guy for a little extra chlorine this week. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Let us know if there's something we ought to be talking about. You can email it if you want since the website's dismal. <laughs> armstrongandgetty at yahoo.com. And I'm going to follow Sean's advice. You got to lie, you stick with it, you test their resolve. Right. And see how long they're willing to question you on this till they break down. Costanza like. <laughs> God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Because the show's over. What? Bye-bye. For hands of gold are always cold, but a woman's hands are warm.
Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.